Hello, church family. This is part two of our study in Exodus chapter 15. Uh, chapter 15 of Exodus is a, is a song uh, by the Israelites to the Lord for what he's done um, for them. And, um, and it's, it's really interesting because it's really the first written account or possibly the first event that they wrote down because they, you know, they sang the song. It wasn't spontaneous, so... Um, it was spontaneous in fact that after they uh, crossed the Red Sea that they, they ended up uh, finding a place to sing uh, and, and thank God for his faithfulness and this song is written for you know if we look at the Old Testament as a whole it's designed with a particular purpose for all of Israel to remember um, and we all have demonic devices a way to help us uh, remember truth and this is one of them is through song uh, we understand it with new, uh, even modern day. We have, you know, with me and my kids, I have all these Christian songs, and this was to get them to sing and to remember the truth, even though they don't may not understand it. But at least over time, the the, the hope is that they will eventually hear what they're singing and then think about the things that they know of the Lord. And that's what's happening here in the f- first part of chapter 15. In fact, the our, really our takeaway point this week, something that we could think about. Uh, in our daily walk with the Lord, especially during times when uh, there's struggle, we tend to complain and grumble. And you remember that on Monday, I said, this is really the beginning of that. So we, I mean, they, they've grumbled before, but re- this is the part where they, it's just such a stark contrast between their faithfulness and praising the Lord to complaining and grumbling uh, to the Lord about all the things that he's done. Um, and I hope that this is not us. I hope that we, I mean, you're going to struggle with that. You're going to, as I said earlier, in on the one on Monday, uh, you're going to struggle between remembering God's faithfulness and forgetting God. And I think for us, as we look through this, when we see how Israel is so easily, easily swayed to forget things of God, I hope that convicts us in hopes that we can uh, not forget the things of the Lord. So that's the first point. Our first point is that we should praise God for what he has done, or praising God for what he has done. As you recall, in chapter 15, verse 1, it says that they were moved to sing. Uh, it said, I will sing to Yahweh. This word, I will sing, is actually better translated. I must sing. It is because of what God has done. And they just witnessed this, all of these miraculous events going on, that they were moved to sing, that they have no other option but to sing praises to the Lord. And throughout this entire um, this little psalm here, um, they kept talking about how the Lord saved them. They were very, they were very particular. They're, they're thanking God for how uh, they the, 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 the Lord used the sea at the end of verse 1 and how um, the enemies of God were uh, overthrown uh, by the sea in verse 4 to 5, how like the, even the best soldiers, uh, Egypt's best soldiers were drowned, which I thought was kind of interesting because as great as these chariot riders are, they apparently didn't know how to swim. But at the same time, I think because the, the waves were just so crashing down so fast on them that they didn't really have a chance to react. Uh, or it could have been really deep, so even if they wanted to try to get to the surface, it, they weren't able to do so. Uh, but regardless, uh, verse 4 and 5 and even verse 8, uh, there's all these references to the parting of the Red Sea. Um, he wanted Moses and all the people of Israel, wanted the future generation to remember how this event was a miraculous event. And the Passover and the ten plagues that happened in Egypt were great, but this is one where they actually involved them. You remember the, the ten plagues, they didn't really do much. They are just watching uh, and, and seeing how God humbled the Egyptians in their 
false gods, but this one actually involved their participation, that they had to walk by faith through the Red Sea. And um, then they needed a way to remember this. They needed to remember God's faithfulness, so they started singing, and, and they made this song, and they looked around um, where they were at. Just imagine just getting past the Red Sea and then just looking back and see all these bodies floating everywhere uh, or in the Red Sea. Uh, that just forces them, okay, I have, to, I have to testify of God's faithfulness and goodness. You know, when we think about our lives, there's so many things in our life that God has given us as a blessing. Every time you're a student, every time you go to class, every book that you have, every time you get to go to school and learn things, you have to understand that it is a privilege to be able to, to learn. Uh, you get to be a student. Or if you're working um, at your job, you have to understand that you get to be an employee. If you're a parent, you get to be a parent. So this is not just some uh, burden that's on you, but you can see that this is God's grace in your life. It's God's good grace in your life to be able to enjoy Him enjoy the thing that he's given you and, and to worship him more because of it. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 tells us that blessed be the Lord, uh, be, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is talking about salvation and in Romans it tells us that God's given us so many other things and if he's willing to give us all the great things, his, 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 mainly his son, will he not give us the smaller things like physical provision? Um, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 19 to 20 tells us that we should be speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. So there's a, there's a reality that Paul writes here that we need to be thankful all the time because of who we are and what we does truly deserve versus what God has given us. Anything that we get in this life that's in a positive it should be a testimony of God's faithfulness. James chapter 1, verse 7, tells us that, um, For the man ought not to expect what he... Oh, oh sorry, there's a wrong passage here. Huh? Uh, I think it's James chapter... Um, oh, I'm blinking out right now. Uh, James... James chapter 1 verse 17, sorry. So every good, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation of shifting, of sh uh, shift, of shifting shadow. Uh, we understand that everything that's given to us is from the Lord. So when you look at your smartphone, just look at it. Have you ever thought that, just, just marvel at all the blessing that God has given you? Whether it is a smartphone, whether it's a computer, or uh, electronics, your car, your house, your uh, books, your, uh, your hobbies, your television, your dining table, your chairs, your couch, um, whatever furniture is at home, all the little things that you have, these are all little trinkets in a way of God's test, it's a testimony of God's faithfulness in your life. No matter how big or small, every good and perfect gift is from above. I think that's sometimes what we forget. We forget that God has uh, has given us abundantly uh, in every little thing. Um, and I think uh, that's something that we need to remember, uh, that we forget that uh, it's just looking around our life. We have so much that's from the Lord. Uh, he, he lavished us on, on us grace upon grace, not because of anything that we are, but because we are His children. Uh, we have salvation. That's, that's more than enough to 
make us be joyful for all of this life, but he also gives us grace to enjoy living in a fallen world. This is what we need. To constantly remember what God has done. It will give us strength when we're desperately, uh, when, we're, you know, when we're sad or, or down in our faith. Just look around. Count your blessings. Truly, just slowly think about all the things you have in your life. And praise the Lord for each and every single little thing that you have. And that will, and, and, and not just like material things, but just even relational things and uh, personal people in your life that you should be thankful for. Be thankful for people in the church because that's the Lord's faithfulness and, and, and redeeming people to be part of His body. Be thankful. Be, always be thankful. Always be praising God for what He has done in the past. So the question maybe you could think about for yourself today is how have the Lord blessed you? today or even this last week just think about every meal that we have every time every breath that we have every every ounce of water we get to drink these are all gifts from the lord and we often take and we often take it for granted which is what leads us to forgetting what god has done and we'll talk about that on friday our second point is forgetting what god has done I hope that this is helpful for you as a resource to be able to use it for you to be able to walk closely with the Lord and to understand um, Exodus a little bit more as well. Um, I hope that this is, uh, you know, for, or even for me thinking about a privilege we will serve here. I thank the Lord for this opportunity. But I hope that if you think about your life too, you can see how the Lord has blessed you as well. Again, thank you for listening. Take care and have a good day.